0: Welcome back to When in Kanto, an all things Pokemon podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about Glaceon, Leafeon, V-Star boxes, what they are, what to expect, and when they're going to be dropping. We're also going to talk about Brilliant Stars and what your thoughts are on that set so far, knowing what you know. And then also, V-Max Climax and how much of it do you think is actually getting into Brilliant Stars? Then we're going to talk a little bit about the Elite Pokebox Challenge, the new uh, kind of fun community-driving component of Elite Box that we're testing out right now. I want to know, have you seen it? Have you taken part in it? And what do you think about it? Because as always, Elite Pokebox is its tribe, and that means you. So to start off tonight, we're going to be talking about The Glaceon and Leafeon boxes. Because one thing I've not seen anyone mention yet about those boxes uh, online or anywhere is that they are a teaser box. So I don't know if you remember the last time we had a teaser box uh, and what it was, but it's a little pop quiz. And what we're going to do is I'm going to pull the callers in. I'm going to get the question and then we'll drop callers. And then you can jump back in the queue to answer questions. I'm going to try something new where it's like we're going to kind of do a rapid fire answer Q&A type situation. So, um, all right. Uh, Richard dropped out of the call queue. Uh, so anybody who wants to jump into the call queue, uh, it's, uh, I was going to ask you, when was the last time you saw a teaser box in the Pokemon TCG? And if no one jumps in the call queue, I'm going to assume... It means that you guys uh, either aren't aware what a teaser box is, or don't remember the last time a teaser box was in the TCG. So I'm going to give it a couple of seconds here. See who jumps into the call queue, uh, and that's that would that would signify that you know the answer. Um, and it's actually pretty interesting that a lot of people aren't aware that what, what these V stars are these uh, the New Glacian Leafion box. All right, so if you want me to share what it is, drop an emote in the chat. A fireball, some type of anything uh, in terms of what they are. All right, so I got a bunch of emotes. So the last time a teaser box released, it was called the exact same thing on the surface, the packaging. And in the distribution case, what we get from Pokemon directly, it actually said the word teaser box on it. And that was the Meowth VMAX boxes. So before Sword and Shield introduced VMAXs in the booster packs and the Sword and Shield packs, uh, the Meowth teaser box dropped. And it was called the Meowth VMAX Premium Collection. And you got the Meowth V and the Meowth VMAX. And it's pretty funny to see now that with V-Star and Brilliant Stars and Max Climax that in the US, we're going to be getting the Leafeon and Glaceon v, uh, premium collection, V-Star premium collection. And I can almost guarantee that on the distribution case, it's going to say teaser box because inside of the Leafeon and Glaceon boxes will be no Brilliant Stars packs. Because they're not supposed to be. This is a teaser box of what V-Star and the uh, Rebirth function is of those cards. So it's actually really, really cool because for those of you who don't know, the the Meowth teaser box is one of the coolest products, that one of my favorite products when it dropped because it had Evolutions packs, Cosmic Eclipse packs. It had a ton of different packs. It was like four or five packs across the previous set. And it kind of introduced the era of the V-Maxes. And it was, uh, it was a really cool uh, little teaser box to see what it was like to utilize cards like VMAXs. And this is going to be how it's going to feel to use cards like VSTARs. So I'm going to pull in a caller. Richard, he's uh, always up to game, always up to play. So we're going to bring him in, see, uh, see how he put two and two together when he saw the announcement of it. Mitchell, are you there? Got you in and live.
1: Hey guys, how's it going?
0: Hey, hey Richard.
1: Hey, kids screaming in the background. Forgive that.
0: Yeah, if Jason, if Jason was off a of mute, you would hear probably the same thing. <laughs> oh,
1: well, I bet on it. <laughs> oh, say hi, Ian. Say hi, John.
0: <laughs> oh, he's, uh, <laughs> oh. Well, he's Having a bit of a rough go trouble. at it. Yeah, <laughs> being a little boy,
1: a little boy, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Sit down. So, um, isn't V Union kind of the same thing? V-Star. No, no, no. V-Star. In regards to a teaser box.
0: So V Union, not really, because V Union didn't start a set, right? That was um that. So V Star is going to be a, the crux of. The new the kind of going into the future with the V-Stars. The Union was like a special collection. Um, it, it's kind of like a special capability. I don't think it's going to go very, very far into the future. Um, yeah.
1: Uh, I wonder how far v star is going to go into the future. That being said, wh- I'll tell you what I think: Charizard.
0: <laughs> Just Charizard.
1: <laughs> Charizard! They got a Charizard coming out, and that's in the sets.
0: Yeah, yeah, they did. A lot of people made that same comment. They were like, "Oh, we got Charizard coming out with V Star with the V Star." So that's pretty much all we need to know. It's going to be a hit. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, that's just it, right? Charizard. I, I'm not. I'm not exactly the biggest Charizard collector on the planet. But uh, you're you're gonna go. You're gonna go. Uh, they've got three iterations of Charizard that they can do with this V Star, right? Because they can do the Charizard uh, V, they can do, do the Charizard, and they can do the uh, V Max.
0: Yeah, I, I wonder if, if you know that's a good that's a kind of a good point. It's I wonder if you can V like like rebirth a V Max, right? That would be that would be interesting.
1: Well, I don't know if you think uh, it'd be interesting. It would be interesting. It would be very, you know, like very interesting to see what the dynamic comes out from that. But I mean, yeah. it, uh, and don't, uh, and you can't fool yourself. Pokemon's in the business of making money and they're going to, that's the, that's a big flagship for
0: them. Yeah. You know what it is too? You know, when, when I saw the first V-Star, it was, um. It was the Arceus, and, and I think its V star ability is Starbirth. So I keep calling it Rebirth because in my head, I feel like that's a, that's what they what should be called like the moves. Uh, but it isn't it isn't Rebirth. It's um its ability is Starbirth, and uh, all of the V star abilities are just below a V star like line item, and then they're called something else. Like Charizard's is like Star something Star Fire, I believe, or or Star 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 Flame, Star Blaze, something of the sort. Um yeah, but, right. uh, I I don't know if they're going to be able to attach I don't think they'll attach a V uh like a V star move to a V max because it is it's kind of you you know in the games in the main series games you can do one or of one of two items to like evolve a pokemon into um you know, into a politoed right. or 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 a different like pokemon I, I think you're right. either going to go V Star evolution or V Max evolution, but I don't think you can have a V Max that then goes V Star. So they might just be limited to the the Charizard V Star and and just and be stuck at that.
1: Well, it, that and that's and that's quite possible. It'd be interesting to see what uh, what happens, but you know that uh, that's big marketing right there. And I mean, and I don't believe that. Uh, I don't believe that'll come until a little bit, uh, a little bit later, anyway. Right? Uh, I think that'll be part of a of a special collection having to do with brilliant stars.
0: Yeah, probably. Probably. Oh, uh,
1: that's where my bet is. Uh, my also my thought too is is I'm wondering what, when they're going to do the uh, golden black Charizard.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's coming, right? Um, and that's actually part of the next piece of, the, of today's episode is the golden black. Um, kind of like the overload of golden black um, is, is a topic for, that we're going to bring up in a little bit here. Um, well, actually, and
1: that, and that is a good topic. Um, I don't think they've done enough golden black, but I, I think they've done enough to keep you interested. You know what? It could be. It could be. Yeah. All you got right now is what Zashi and Zamazata, uh, the Eternatus, uh, B and B Max, right? Mm -hmm,
0: mm Mm-hmm.
1: And um, what else do we have? Uh,
0: What else do we have? The golden black cards might be in in English at the moment. That might be it.
1: I think that might might be it, and they're the sharpest cards out of the out of out of all of them, right?
0: Yeah, it, I think so. I mean, I don't, I don't. It's, it's the four, I believe.
1: So I, I I'm. You got to wonder when do they put their mascot, in golden black, and when, and when do they put, uh, and when do they put, well, uh, well that's just it. And when do they put Zard on golden black,
0: right? Yeah, I mean that would the golden black Zard would probably crush in terms of popularity. But
1: wow, <laughs> uh, you saw you saw people weren't freaking are still going mad over the UPCs for celebrations.
0: Just for the metal cards. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No. One hundred percent.
1: Right. Uh, and not everything Charizards a hit. Take a look at what happened to the Darkness of Blaze Charizard.
0: Yeah, the uh, the regular VMAX. Um, right. <laughs> t- it's wet when we when it was told it was fire. Now it's uh, kind of like a, just another VMAX.
1: <laughs> well, no, no, it's still a thirty or forty dollar card now, right? But it's not. It's not what it was. No, that being said, yeah, I guess. still think the art's better in that card than uh, any freaking Charizard that looks like it's a follow. Hey, yeah. buddy.
0: But um, so question for you here: the, the 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 big question was: had you put together? Did you put it together? The V Star, Leafeon Glaceon box. And the fact that it's a teaser box, like the Meowth VMAX was, did you, how'd you made the, how you made the connection? How'd I make that connection? Did you make the connection? Cause a well, lot of people aren't even talking about it.
1: <laughs> well, it's, it's coming out well in advance of brilliant, uh, brilliant stars.
0: Yep. Yeah. It's, 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 it's it is funny that everybody's talking about it but no one realizes it's, you know, it is a teaser box. It's just to kind of give you a taste test of V Star, and uh, right. and no one's talking. No, no one's actually mentioning that component, <laughs> which I think is well,
1: funny. It, it's it's coming out well in advance of Brilliant Stars. So and mm. really, it, it, of course, it's an evolution.
0: Yeah, and that's a, that's actually a secondary topic. I'm going to bring up in a little bit about the evolution. But all right, right. yeah. All right. Well, I'll, uh right, Richard. Listen in for a bit. Jump, jump back in. Yeah, That'll jump back in. Down. We're gonna, we're gonna be doing a, uh, we're gonna be doing a round robin here tonight. Uh, pulling in anybody who wants to take, a, take a stab at answering some of the questions. I try to make it a little more interactive tonight. So whoever's ready to jump into the call queue, do so, um, because it is. Uh, that's the point of tonight is a round robin kind of Q and A. So uh, outside of the teaser box with the um, Glacion and Leafion. A lot of people are uh, talking about it as a, a really cool, fun product. Not a detrimental product, just because there isn't any of the Brilliant Stars packs inside of it. Uh, but it is a really epic-looking case. It, it's, a, it's an awesome-looking sealed product. The, um, this, it's a kind of a good segue into the EPB challenge. And I don't know how many of you in chat. I see you saying, Ryan, Richard German. Clinton, Wesley, Ash, and Alberto. Did you? I think mo- most of you, if not all of you, are a part of the text group, the, the Elite Poker Box text group. Um, did you guys see the challenge? Drop an emote. Uh, let me know if you saw the EPB challenge. And, um, you know, w- one of the questions I wanted to ask is what did you think about that, right? Um, it's, a, it's a common topic for Jason and I. Uh, we talk about it literally all the time. Um, and and so the question really isn't even about the EBB challenge. The question is more so not even a question, more of a statement is, um, in Pokemon today, what we typically see is everybody calling everything community, right? And it's, and Jason and I kind of laugh at it a little bit. Because it's always everybody's always talking about community, but all we end up seeing is a lot of the same thing that just exists in other genres right either um, I, if you're a singer if you're a, a youtube YouTube personality, an actor an artist um, what we see is that the definition of community um, is being applied to uh, is being applied to the, the same thing as those, 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 those types of personalities are building online. And what that means is, are, is it really community or is it fandom, right? And it's, it's not really community. And when Jason and I are trying to figure out, like, how do we build a real community in Pokemon? Something that's more than just, uh, you know, just a collecting or, or just people following a singular entity or person. Right, and, and that's when Jason and I were like, well, what's the, uh, what's the definition of community, right? And it's a uh, community is a group of people living in the same place or having a particular characteristic in common or a feeling of fellowship with others as a result of sharing a common attitude, interest, and or goal. That is community. It, has, it literally says nothing about a, a central entity or personality. So when we when we look at community in the Pokemon in the Pokemon hobby, we what we've noticed is that we don't think anyone's really building community, um, and that's kind of where the EPB challenge kind of came from. We had been talking about it for a long time, a couple of months, on how we wanted to actually create community, which was a result of sharing common attitude, interests, and goals, um, and the EPB challenge is 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 kind of a stab at real community is all of the the tribe coming together with a shared common attitude or interesting goal and creating it manifesting it together um so we decided that utilizing the leafy and glaceon teaser boxes would be a really cool way of doing that so the EPB challenge it's it's on. It, we haven't actually put the website page up on the site yet. We sent it only to the text group so far. We're going to send it out to the email list, and then it's actually going to go on the site tomorrow as an actual button on the homepage. Um, and what it is is all of you coming together, doing kind of those challenges. It's something as simple as I think uh, I put a, one of the challenges was answer a question, and the question is, what's your favorite Pokemon? It's nothing other than just getting that kind of interaction. And everybody together has already raised over 340 entries in the first day. And there's not even a real page on the site yet. There's not even, a, it hasn't been shared via email or social media and already at 340 entries. Uh, and it's really cool because as we hit the entry milestones, the Glaceon and Leafeon boxes are going to reduce in price. And what that means is we're just gonna we're just kind of cutting away at some of the margin here, um, purely to bring this whole kind of community aspect out. Uh, you can't host a huge room on a Zoom with you know two thousand people because it would get unruly, but you still want to you want everyone to know in the community that you're not alone in the tribe, that there's three hundred and thirty nine other people that are doing the same thing you're doing. They're on the same webpage you're on. They're doing the same actions that you're doing uh, in the hobby that you all together have interest in. Um, and we thought it was a cool, one of the coolest ways that we could, one, give back to the tribe, at the same time grow the tribe because some of the tasks will help spread the word. Um, and you know it's by sharing the link. And the cool thing is that the Elite Pokebox Challenge isn't blocked to only tribe members. If you share it with literally anyone, you can send it to your sister, your brother, your mom, your cousin, your best friend, your worst enemy. And if they have the link, they can enter too and help the, help that entry pool go up higher Uh, because it's not just about community that we've built here internally with behind the wall But also, it's about community outside of the walls, right? It's about everybody who's interested in the hobby. So, the Elite Poker Box challenge has been super fun. We've gotten so many messages about it uh, within the last handful of hours, 340 plus entries. And we're super excited to see how far it gets, right? There's still seven or eight days left in the challenge, uh, which is plenty of time to get those discounts. Uh, And I think it's really cool because I've never seen anyone. Anyone do what we're doing with the the challenge, which is, um, which is uh, you know dropping the price on a product, uh, utilizing, uh, dropping the price on a product, utilizing a uh, community challenge. Uh, I think it's really really cool. And uh, if you if you've been a part of it and if you've entered, let me see some let me see some emotes. I want to see uh, and choose different emotes. <laughs> I want to see uh, what you guys. Um, I want to see who's been in there. Yeah, and it's, and, and it's it, it, yeah, exactly. And I see all the emotes for sure. You know, we've seen people creating communities on uh, discords. We've seen people commu- create communities on Facebook groups. We've seen communities on, you know, all kinds of places and, and they're great. Right. But it, it quickly becomes a for sale page. It quickly becomes a I'm looking to get rid of or I'm looking to buy. Uh, and that isn't really the community we're looking to get, right? Or trying to build. That's not the definition of community. Like I said, the definition of community is a group of people coming together with one common interest and working together to achieve it. And that's going to be the full focus kind of going forward uh, when it comes to Elite Pokebox, Jason and I, and 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 you all of you, uh, is how do we continue that kind of that kind of process? So um, that was. I wanted to definitely mention that tonight because uh, it, it, a lot of times we, we allow kind of like the guesswork and the self-assumption of what we're saying and what's being perceived. But a lot of times we just want to be clear with it, right? We want to say, hey, here's what we did. Here's what we're doing. And here's why we're doing it because it's the, and this is the reason we want to do it for. Uh, and that way… Hopefully, you guys can join the mission and uh, and spread the word about the challenges because this is not – this it's the first, but it's definitely not the last. We're going to be doing these all the time going forward as long as they're well-received and as long as everybody is enjoying them. So, um, yeah, so that's the, the EPB challenge, and it's all around the Glacion and Leafeon boxes. Uh, that's why I brought it up now. Uh, the next topic tonight is uh, about the um, – the character rares, the VMAX Climax kind of pull rates and everything that's going on um, in the VMAX Climax world because one other thing that I don't think a lot of people realize or maybe they do uh, but no one's saying it is this set has 100 secret rares. So uh, what that means is you're going to be, uh, it's either it's secret rares or character rares uh, that are beyond the traditional number, right? So the set has 184, um, 80, 184 main set cards and starting at the character rares or CHRs as the Japanese print has, it's, you know, I, 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 what I'm going to interpret is character hollow rare, CHR. Uh, and it is over the normal limit of 184. Um, there is over 100 of them ending with, I believe Derulodon, VMAX Golden Black uh, at 285 and that's already a UR, an ultra rare. In Japan, ultra rares uh in this set aren't just like a traditional ultra rare, they're actually ultra rare. Um but yeah, in V Max Climax, if you're trying to pull the entire main set series with reverses and character rares, uh, I think you need to pull it was 484 cards or something like that. It's like, you need to have a binder that literally holds like 484 cards or something of the sort. And I thought that was crazy. And um, that there is no way in any shape or form that Pokemon is going to release an English set that is 484 cards uh, long. Um, and you know, it's it's kind of getting a little crazy. I think it's part of the fatigue of Pokemon um is the fact that there are so many secret rares. Cause back in the day, if you looked at uh Team Rocket returns, you know, and you looked at um, you know, the other older Watsy sets, you had two, three, four secret rares. You know, we opened up a boundaries cross box, the tribe, and there was only two secret rares. Um and, and that was it, and boundaries crossed. And the set was a small little set, and you could pull the majority of it after buying five, six booster boxes, and you'd be probably 85% of the way there. Uh, now, if you want to pull a master set of evolving skies, and I'm not talking about a complete set, right? A complete set means you've pulled at least one of every copy, regardless if it's reverse or non-reverse. And all of the cards, secret rares and the regular ultra rares, hyper rares, etc. One time. Uh, If you want to pull a master set, which means every reverse version, every non-reverse version, every hollow, every ultra rare, hyper rare, secret rare, etc. You need to at least burn through eight cases of booster boxes, nine cases of booster boxes, uh, which is absolutely insane. Um, you know, if you're paying $600 per booster case, $650, $700 per booster case, and you need to burn through 10 cases, that's $7,000 USD to be able to pull a master set of Evolving Skies. That's kind of crazy, uh, and I think it's contributing a lot to the fatigue um, when it comes to people just saying, "Hey, I want to pull a master set." Well, good luck. That's going I'm gonna have to spend my 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 you know this year and next year's Christmas bonus. To do so. Um, but part of it is you kind of want to, right? Because look at VMAX Climax. Just look at the 100 secret rares. You've got like Flareon, Vaporeon, Jolteon, Blue character rares. Uh, those things are epic. You've got Leon with his Charizard. Again, epic. Um, <laughs> I think you've got a Bill card with Eevee. Uh, if, if my recollection um, is, is, is doing me justice. Uh, and then you have just, there's just so many fire cards when it comes to those character rares. You've got the Pikachu VMAX with red, you've got Pikachu with red, the ultra rare looking character uh, rare. Um, and it's just such a crazy cool set that you almost feel guilty, guilted into not trying to pull it all. And then, just for good measure, they've thrown in eight golden rare cards, the, the ultra rares into VMAX Climax. So, Ice Rider, you've got the Urshifu, both of them. You've got the two Ice Riders. Oh, you've got Ice Rider, Shadow Rider, Pikachu from Vivid Voltage, the Mew VMAX from Fusion Strike, the Rayquaza or Rayquaza, as some would call it, uh, from Evolving Skies, and then V uh, VMAX. And those things are epic. But right now, VMAX Climax boxes on eBay are selling for $80 a piece, which is 2x what they typically cost uh, because um, the Japanese booster boxes are much smaller than the English booster boxes. And at $80, um, it's two times uh, what I believe is MSRP uh, for Japanese. And as many of you know, we don't do Japanese um, cards. We don't. We don't. We don't have a a, a reliable source yet for the Japanese distribution network, um, which we hope to have one day. But uh, right now we don't. And if you were to try to do that, master cases of those things are going for sixteen hundred dollars, fifteen hundred dollars. And a master case, for those of you who don't know, is a sealed distribution case. Um, still with the stop taper in Japan, it's just regular tape, but uh, it's a sealed case of, of boosters. So, um, I see Richard trying jump, jumping back in here to the callers and anyone else wants to jump in the callers too, feel free to jump on. I want to hear, uh, what your point of views are on it. Uh, but let's see what Richard has to say in, uh, in terms of, uh, what he si- thinks about VMAX call. We got Ryan am saying, look at that. Um, I think I don't know if Richard jumped in in air. He's uh, he's still muted. Um. Well, there he is. I'm not
1: muted anymore. Oh,
0: there. Oh, there you go. That was uh, a
1: little unsettled down a little bit now.
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go.
1: <laughs> so, uh, now we're talking about a topic. <laughs> uh, the, the, there's no way they're gonna do that that uh, that much in English. There's just no way. However, it does. It, 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 and one of the things I've noticed, and if you guys haven't noticed, sometimes um, it, it's almost like the value of the cards that aren't ultra rare is is deeply impacted by the fact that there is so many ultra rares. And I've also, and I believe that because there's so many ultra rares, it's impacting the value of ultra rares.
0: Yeah, I mean, the ultra rares in the in the US set are pretty much hollow rares, right? And hollow rares are common rares. So they shouldn't be called ultra rares anymore it should be common rares, rares, which would be the ultra rares, and then they it, it would be like a sliding rule up. Um, but what do you think? And then we'll, we'll, we'll see, uh, we'll, we'll jump into another caller too. But what do you think is, what do you think about having to complete, if you wanted to pull a master set of the of of um, VMAX climax in Japanese, you'd have to get ten master cases, sixteen hundred dollars a piece, um, pretty much to be able to pull the entire set because they're smaller packs and they're, uh, and there they're, there's less packs inside of each box. That would be what is that uh, at
1: sixteen grand? It's
0: sixteen grand for a master case. Uh, so it's to, for ten master cases, that's insane. Master...
1: Yeah.
0: Like, who's going to do that? It doesn't make any sense. Um, well, it, 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 it's nuts. Absolutely
1: freaking nuts.
0: And I, and I watched the video earlier today. Uh, someone was saying something pretty interesting um, where they were saying, who was it? Ah uh, I can't remember who it was. But uh, the gist of it was Pokemon has realized that they're no longer serving a market. They've realized that they're serving, at least in Japan, two markets they're serving the children's market of pokemon who really don't care about rarity and the cost uh, and and all that stuff and they just like to collect and then they're serving the adult community which has them producing i think pieces of furniture for like over a thousand dollars and they're selling online
1: so the, re- um, the, the the question there is is that if you design a set that it that costs and that that servicing that much, are you doing a service to the community or are you doing a service to self interest?
0: Yeah, or do you do a service to no one? Because there's an old saying, When you try to please everyone, you please no one. Are they trying to please an older demographic and a younger demographic? And then, in essence, just shooting themselves in the foot, potentially. Right?
1: Well, one could reasonably argue that fusion strike is
0: too much.
1: Yeah. Right? I, I, take, a, I take a look at... <laughs> I still haven't completed celebrations. And I've spent a good chunk of change on it. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, at some po- At some point, you kind of look at it and go... Okay, when does economical become foolish?
0: Yeah, exactly, uh, and that's right? and ask the question, uh, and that's yeah, and
1: a fifty a fifty card set in celebrations. Oh, we're running, we're running upwards of I don't know, uh, well over a grand
0: now. Mm-hmm. And you asked for a fifty card set, so just right. multiply four thirty, you know, four sixty by fifty, and you got yourselves uh, a, a multiple of seven, you know. Oh.
1: Right, like like you said, right? We're we're well over a thousand bucks with celebrations, and I'm four cards away.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: <laughs> you know, and I mean, and that, yeah. I I haven't actually kept track of my spending on it. That's the problem because <laughs> I've been looking at celebrations, going shit. I, I this set's attainable, right?
0: Yeah, until until you realize that the the pull rates are complete crapshoots sometimes uh, because you know they say one, one, one subset of 1000 packs data shows that Tapulele is the hardest card to pull and then another subset will show that you know pulling i don't know a Donfan prime is the hardest card to pull and it's uh, and it's and, and you end up kind of questioning like is there really any rhyme or reason behind what these pull rates are but um I'm going to jump here, uh, Richard. Jump back into the call queue. I want to take a couple more callers while they're in queue, see what their thoughts are as well. But, yeah, appreciate you, Richard. Yeah, jump back in. All right. We're going to be pulling in Sandbush Sr. Hey, hey,
2: hey. Yo.
0: Yo, yo. What's going on, Zach?
2: Nothing much, man. Dude, I can't believe how many cards are in that set. That's kind of crazy, to be honest
0: the Vmax climax set is ridiculous um it's absolutely insanity
2: yeah and i think i'm just lucky so like i'm not like i'm not like a huge completionist so i kind of just like chase what i want in a sense so um, but mm-hmm. like the, the problem is i don't I think i might as well you guys already i actually this is like the first time i actually like i literally want every character like i want to get all 100 of the secret rares and character rares like it's like the first time like like you're kind of saying like it's I, I literally want every single card. Like it's like it makes me feel bad. Like if I miss one, because they're all so good. I feel like,
0: right? Isn't it kind of like they're guilting you <laughs> into like it's like you you started slowing down. You are like, hey, you know, maybe I'll buy some Fusion right. Strike. I picked up some ES. I played around with the with the with the, with the battle styles, but I am kind of good for now with celebrations. And then they're like, oh, you are. You sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> and then here is yeah, Leon like- playing with his Charizard looking dope as hell <laughs> it's like yeah oh wait you want some you want some blue with all the with all the three original evolutions there you go <laughs> good right. luck
2: and it's like um, yeah and like imagine like oh remember that rainbow pikachu you pulled back two years ago Oh, you're gonna need its brother now the the gold pikachu it's like like how, like, how do you not have both of those together like i don't know it's like it feels like like that's blasphemy like <laughs> it's almost,
0: i was gonna say is it blasphemous one would say?
2: <laughs> yeah so i mean i don't know like i'm super excited like, I'm I'm actually going to a, a trade show here in uh, Florida on uh, this Saturday. I'm going to pick up some boxes of it. So I'm, I'm super excited to open it. So, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I don't oh, like, nice. it's just crazy because, like, on all, a lot of the sets, like, you mean, you see, like, alternate arts and whatever, like, there's something like, yeah, you know, if I get that one, I'm not going to be too excited about it, like, whatever. Like, in this one, I pretty much is like, as long as I'm not pulling duplicates, I'm good, so.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, if if you do pull duplicates. Wouldn't it be great to have a place to trade those duplicates for duplicates? Well,
2: <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, I've already reached out to a few people. It'd be nice to like have people that you could just be like, "Hey, you know, I have three, you know, Hound Dooms. Can someone trade me this one I'm missing, or something like that?" You know what I mean? So, because I'm sure like they're all probably gonna be similar in value. It's probably gonna just be like the, like all the CHR's are probably gonna be like the same, like not the same, but like relatively close. Except for like the certain ones, like the Charizards and like the Eevee, they will probably be like a little bit more, but. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, there's
0: definitely going to be the nostalgia tax, right? Yeah, so, but you're I'm sure have the blues and the yeah, reds are going to be more expensive
2: for sure. But like, I'm sure like the like the Obama Snow ones and Houndooms and stuff like that. Those are definitely cool cards. I'm sure they're kind of they'll probably all be like similar, like you know, not like crazy. Like I'm sure like the is going to be stupid at least for the at uh, the beginning. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, as is normal, right? Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, it's like you. Let's say you got the VMAX Pikachu. And then you got the hyper rare VMAX Pikachu, but now you need the Pikachu VMAX red edition. And then while you're yeah. at it, I'm gonna need that VMAX golden black edition. <laughs> and it's and then wait a minute, I didn't get that figure box yet from Celebration, so I'm gonna need that 25th 25th anniversary VMAX edition. <laughs>
2: <laughs> too many, uh, too and it's like, Pikachus.
0: okay, so where do, where do we cut it off here?
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the only thing I can hope for at this point is, um. They um, I, I've been talking to a few people, and there is um, they have like the God packs back again, so you can get like a p- pack mm-hmm. full of just V's and V maxes. So I'm hoping I just get one of those so I can clear them out 100 uh, pretty quickly.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I think the God packs when they first came out in shiny star V. I think that was the first God packs that they did, uh, or the most recent ones was shiny star. That's, v. Most, that's the most recent one. Yeah, that's yeah. the most recent shiny star V was the God pack, and uh, I think. But that that was like one in 24 boxes was the like one in 24, one in 24. So it's like one per K per, per master case. You could get one, one, uh, God pack. So
2: yeah, I, and, I actually got one. So oh, did you, yeah. And I had the, and I got the, the shiny uh, V max Zard in the back.
0: Ah, that's dope. That's yeah, uh, a, that was fun. Yeah. It was, a, um, that's that a cool fact. <laughs> yeah. So what do you think about the um EPP challenge? What do you, and, and the messaging behind it that, that I shared early, like a little while ago.
2: So yeah, I think it's um you know, I, I I agree with what you guys were saying earlier about the whole community thing. Like I am I'm, I'm not even gonna lie to you. So like I'm I'm in like a bunch of Facebook groups, right? And literally I'm not even kidding like when you said that, it just reminded me, it. one change today, it was like certain gaming store whatever, and like it was a kind of like it's a group, whatever. They literally changed like the description today basically to like a buy sell group. And it was, like, 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 and people were doing that in there, but it was kind it's of, of people, like, would be, like, before, like, asking for advice or, you know, just sharing good polls and stuff like that. And then it slowly just converted into, a, like, everyone just saying, I need this, I need that, I'm selling this, whatever. And I, like, and I don't really mind that either because, you know, I look at the post, it's still interesting to me. But then, like, literally today they changed the group name to, like, basically, like, it's just another Pokemon buy sell group. And I'm like, okay, well, this sucks. <laughs> like, so it's, it's annoying because, like, I, I really did it for like, yeah. a few people that I found that like, you know, I messaged like on a regular basis about stuff and like, I've done trades with a few people and that's what I was really looking for. was like, you know, there's a group of people that you, you know, if you send a card in the mail, you're not going to get scammed and the guy sends you fake cards or not send you anything at all and stuff like that. that's the, you know, that's the struggle about doing trades and stuff. If you don't have anyone local, it's just the uh, you know, the trustworthiness level of the person you're sending it to. Yeah.
0: I mean the trustworthiness. I so like, and and like uh, probably full disclosure, but Jason and I literally talk about this all the time, right? Because we're always, always, always working on kind of the next thing for community building, right? And there's some natural hurdles that occur when there's trading happening, right? Right. And it's the trust between the two parties doesn't exist if they've never done business together, and even if they have done business together, we've been—I've been literally personally impacted by—I've done business with people, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars, and then. <laughs> On a big one, they burn me, it. and Man, it's like you've wow. done thousands of dollars of business with someone, and then on one big deal, they disappear and they block you, and then you're like, "Wait a minute, we've been doing business for like a year now, and you just like ghosted me." Um, and it's happened, uh, but it's it's the co- it's that trust factor, and then to power trades yeah. with that you can create trust factor is expensive, right? Because you know, we've, we've, power, we've even thought about like, okay, what about if the trades come through a central depository, right, um, where the two parties make the trade, then they come into us as a medi- as an intermediate, an intermediate, and we confirm that the cards are the condition described as well as the total volume of cards described from both parties, and then kind of like a link cable, you send them to the parties.
2: Yeah, well, I was actually going to recommend that even like I thought of this like beforehand, like before, like, because I mean, think about it, you guys should like, like, in a sense, like be the middleman. And if you think about like, I don't know, like, say, like, whether whatever type of group it is or profile, like, just imagine everyone had like a profile where like, you know, you could put like, I guess, like a little review or something about them or give them a rating or whatever about just different things Not like a marketplace, but just like kind of like a trading community thing type of thing. You know what I mean? Because be, I wouldn't want it to be selling. Mm-hmm. It's more for, like trading focus. I it would be know. only
0: trading, no, no selling. Yeah,
2: yeah. No selling. That's what I'm saying because you know anyone can sell anything. Trading is a whole different you know level of trust. So it's like <laughs> you know, and I mean, like I mean, I traded that one guy the CGC nine Pikachu for the Lugia. I and mean, that's a pretty that's a you know hefty trade there too. And I, I mean, it's just like and I, we kind of both kind of said whatever and did it, and it was and that was pretty risky honestly to, to think it back on it, but like it'd be cool, yeah. But it worked, yeah, but out. it worked exactly. out. But I mean, luckily. I think people would be willing to pay you know, you guys like, you know, like, I mean, that's like a fee to basically just say, Hey, you know, make sure this guy trades me the card, And then think about, it. I mean, you know, if it's a small trade that people want to do, like, you know, it's just like some, you know, five, $10 card that they don't care about that. They can still talk wherever this is and, you know, trade the card whatever. And then if it's something bigger, like an alternate Rayquaza for rainbow Pikachu and they'll say, Hey, let's send this into elite. Cause we've never done a deal before. And then, you know what I mean? Like, I think it could work. That'd be pretty cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and you know, we we thought about doing something like that as well, um where it'd be like uh you know, there's there's the Elite Poker Box that gets you the tribe shop access and it's like if you want to be a part of the trade group, a tribe shop plus access, right? So it's like a $20 right. a month versus 10, you get tribe shop access and you get access to the trade platform as us as a middleman and you would choose when to use us. And not oh, that's business. a good idea. Um, that, so it's
2: like, there's a monthly subscription. okay? Yeah,
0: so we thought about something like that. Um, and, and we even thought about, uh, you know how we do the live packs? Yeah. Uh, doing more live packs than ever. Going really heavy into the live packs. Uh, but instead of sending you the cards, adding the ultra rares that you want to, us to hold or a greater, right? Let's say you pull something really spicy and you're like, well, I really don't want to bring it to me. Because I already have one, but I would like to trade it. And we just keep it in-house at that moment on, right. on your account. And then you conduct a trade with another person that pulled something from a live pack that they had that right. they don't want.
2: And that um and that really does work. Actually, um the guy that I get my Japanese stuff from, he does live streams like that, where he actually basically just has everyone's stuff there. And literally, I traded, I've traded all arts with people before. He just goes, okay, you guys want to trade? Both say in chat, trade whatever, and like it just swaps the cards from the bag and it happened like really live like yeah. it works good yeah
0: yeah, we wouldn't so it wouldn't even be live because it'd probably logistically it'd be a yeah, mess for you, yeah for
2: you guys because you 10 <laughs> or 20 not 400 packs
0: so <laughs> yeah exactly it'd be a bit of a mess so logistically it would be a like a proper back end system for it uh, and very transparent but we yeah. like that's that's the kind of stuff we want to do right um, and, and that was, oh, yeah. so, I think that was and, and that's and that's where the whole EPB challenge came from and that was kind of the topic we were going to talk about was how to truly create a different community uh, real community uh we call it not just because it's like you know it doesn't really it, a community is someone who survives beyond the the personalities right and it's like if jason right. and i were to just want to start collecting again but we want to leave a community behind and a, and a business to power it could we do that you know um
2: right yeah
0: know <laughs> uh, that's a, that's always kind of a thought in the back of our heads but yeah no um yeah, sure. appreciate the, the feedback for sure man yeah no problem man Awesome. Hi. All right, later, guys. All right, Zach. Later. All right. All right. So um, we're climbing up here at the top of the hour, as we typically do, because that's how long these episodes usually are. But I want to bring in Ryan here and get his feedback as well. Hey, how's hey, it Ryan. Going? Hey, hey, how's it going, man? Good, you. Good. How are you doing? Oh,
3: wonderful. Collecting. Oh
0: yeah. <laughs> so, what do you think? V Max Climax, one hundred secret rares, over two hundred eighty four cards. Um, and you know, there's no way it's going to be all in brilliant stars. Uh, what do you think? Brilliant stars. How many secret rares out of the V Max Climax do you think is actually going to show up in that
4: set?
3: Oh, I'd be shocked if it's more than. Thirty forty, but um I've watched a lot of uh Neon Cactus open a lot of Vmax Climax. He's opened mm-hmm. over ten boxes or twelve boxes now that he's posted up, mm-hmm. and he claims to be done because he got the one card he wanted. But he's got averaged was it three of the character rares and then one character super rare per box and a full art per box. So, the pull rates for it seem to be decent. but
0: Yeah, I actually um, watched, I don't know if you've seen PTCG Radio, Lossy. um Yeah. He, I saw him open up a couple of boxes with uh, a counterpart of his uh, out in the UK, I believe. Um, and the pull rates did seem pretty favorable. At um, about a character rare per box.
3: Yeah, it'll be uh, Interesting how much of that gets spread through the next couple sets because I can't imagine it'll all go in because like has been said before I think people are frustrated with the size of Fusion Strike already so
0: yeah I mean the sets are enormous Um, approaching 300 is crazy uh, I think Fusion Strike uh, surpassed 300 didn't it Um, I think
3: I think think Fusion Strike might be the largest set
0: ever in Pokemon in terms of uh, English
3: Yeah, it's nuts to try and try and get it all, especially by pulling. So. Yeah.
0: I mean, mean, so it's like I did some of the back of the napkin math, right? And let's say you pulled no duplicates at all, right? So, no duplicates. You would have to open up uh 100 boxes to be able to pull all the all the secret rares if you got no duplicates and at least one secret rare per box. And it would cost you Eight thousand dollars, Vmax Climax, yeah. at that price point. Yeah, that's nice. Um, which is crazy. Uh, it is crazy. Um, and I, I mean, the, the one thing that doesn't really make a ton of sense either is the singles prices in comparison to how tough some of these things are to pull.
3: Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, I saw Neon Keck just pulled the Charizard with Leon, and it, he had it at twenty two bucks. I would expect that to be a heck of a yeah. lot more money than that, but especially for how cool of a card it is. Yeah. I,
0: I, it's such a cool card. I, I love, I really do love the art on that one. Um, it's uh, it's kind of epic, uh, the art on it. And it's like the kind of whimsical in nature, um, but it's still like super, super uh, really well done. Uh, so what are you chasing? Let us know. What are you, what are you looking for? What's, what's the top, top three.
3: Uh, probably that Charizard, uh, the Eternatus V-Max with Rose looks pretty sweet.
0: That was an epic card.
3: <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, I don't know, one of the, one of the evolutions. I don't know that I have a favorite of them that I've seen, so, but I don't know, they're all so cool. Like you guys said, but I think it's going to be one of those sets you're just going to have to pick what you're after and not go too crazy. 'Cause it's gonna be easy to go crazy on spending on that.
0: Yeah. Are, are do you collect Japanese um or, or do you kinda or do you stick more to the English? Uh,
3: I've got a couple boxes coming of that. I usually just buy one box per set. Mm-hmm. Um just to have. And uh yeah, I was I watched a couple of videos and wound up ordering another box just because of how sweet it looked.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and um and on the the Leafeon and glaceon v uh, star boxes um you getting some to keep sealed getting some to keep sealed and open Wh- what's your plan on the on the teaser boxes knowing that it's the the uh it is the the, uh, the kind of offspring of the meowth teaser box
3: uh i'll probably just get some to open i like to just have one of every product that i have opened just mm-hmm. to have the cards but... I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe, maybe <laughs> keep one sealed. It's hard It's hard to keep a sealed for me. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, same here. Uh, the only thing I've had an easy time keeping sealed is the Ultra Premium Collection of Celebrations because we still don't have any. <laughs> we Every time they come in, yeah. we ship them out. And I'm just like, you ever see those, uh, those clips in movies where someone's trying to pay someone and they're trying to take the money and just kind of like the person giving it just holds on slightly too tight <laughs> yeah. that's how it feels because i want to open one up so bad to get the the metal cards out of it to see what they um with how they like i mean you i think you took part in it right you got one of the uh gold cards random gold cards that we did for the 151 uh black friday special i believe you made a purchase
3: yeah 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 yeah, I've got a, I've got a couple. Yeah,
0: I want to see how they, uh, how they uh, stack up versus Pokemon. Like, um, it's like uh, you know when you buy car parts, you can get OEM or you can get the, uh, the non-OEM b- version of it. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder how different the quality and finishes on the, on the two. I
3: don't know. So far, it feels like the ones from Pokemon have more flaws than the ones you buy, that are fan-made stuff or elsewhere. <laughs>
0: That's hilarious.
3: Because <laughs> there's, it, I I have opened two of the UPCs, and it's all four of the metal cards have spots that they've been touched up or whatever they do to them to make them try and look better. But it's clear that they certainly did something to them. Really? Oh, yeah.
0: I have, there's I, I have. a different know. color. Really? Really? Yeah. Uh, send me some pictures on the on the tribe chat on the tribe sms i I need that if you can capture some of it because i not i haven't heard anything about that um and
3: yeah i've seen i've seen several people say something about it because it's uh people are talking about how tough it's going to be to grade those
0: i think because a lot of them come messed up mm -hmm. i mean psa turned off grading the metal cards as well Yeah. Um, Oh, did
3: they? I I feel like I've seen a couple pop up that have been graded. I don't know if that was through CGC or if that was. No, it was PSA. Yeah. They
0: they graded like a hundred and change of them or something like that. And then they turned it off this past week due to incompatibilities with their holders, I believe. So I don't know if maybe the metal cards are like inside rattling and just kind of like dinging and scuffing the interior of the of the PSA slab cases, maybe. And it's kind of like,
3: well, they're certainly
0: thicker. they're thicker, right. they're much harder material. Like cardboard doesn't scratch plastic, but metal does yeah. for sure. <laughs> but. Yeah. Um, awesome. Awesome. Anything, uh, any, any of the other topics you, you want to, you know, you have anything, uh, that you'd want want to say about them, like the trading or anything of the sort.
3: Oh, a trading platform would be cool. Especially, uh, like Zach said, I've on a couple of Facebook groups that is intended to have that, but, uh, just constantly see people saying that, you know, so-and-so scammed them and they, Basically disappeared off of the off the platform, and so it's not a very trusted source for it. Mm-hmm. Uh So it'd, it'd be cool, especially for some of the higher end cards that people want to trade.
0: Yeah, I agree, and it's uh it is a TCG trading card game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How crazy would that be?
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, and I sent you. A, uh, I think I sent you a picture of the Fusion Strike booster box I opened with all the. The error box.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. That was crazy.
3: That had only four regular rares.
0: And all the rest of the cards were hits?
3: <laughs> yeah, there was uh, 18 uh ultra rares. And then the rest were hollow rares after the four regular
0: rares. See, when Elite Pokebox amount of reseals boxes, we actually put good things inside instead of taking the good things out. Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> the resealer just nails it.
0: The resealer nails it every time. <laughs>
3: But the amazing amount of just you know the regular bees that were in that I would have thought I I kept thinking no way next pack no way like you think with the amount of hits that were in that there'd be a lot more of the all arts and gold cards and things like that in there but yeah really not
0: <laughs> yeah I mean Pokemon is is riddled with issues with their boxes um they batching their boxes the, the the proper hit ratios the cuts the errors um backwards cards upside down cards missing cards um and it always happens during hype times you know if you go back to 1999 with the base set um alex um alex ketchum he opened up a base set box live Um, for an event, and they still had like styrofoam inside of the pack from 1999. (laughs) It's like, you know, and they were printing it as quickly as they could back
4: then. (laughs) I I literally just opened up an air pack. Oh, you did? I'm not kidding. I've got like Jason. I had I I (laughs) had like six Darkness of Blaze packs here on my desk. I was like, you know, I kind of want to crack one open. And I crack it open I crack one, got got a green card. I was like, yep, oh, always gotta try a second one. Sean loves it. And uh I was like, huh, the code card isn't facing the same direction as the one I just opened. It's white and there's no hit.
0: Oh jeez.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so uh to 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 keep on brand, error pack fake out, no hit for Jason.
0: <laughs> and stop opening packs, Jason. <laughs> that,
3: that's how uh, Darkness ablaze and and a lot of the stuff that was put into Celebrations has been. I've seen it from other people, too. Uh, getting, I've had it where I've gotten a green code and gotten a hit and gotten a white code and gotten nothing. It's like they got something screwed up on the back end of the phone. They had the new guy running. The,
4: the white ones are the bad ones, right? Uh, uh, yeah. No? Oh, shit. like three hours
0: online oh god that's hilarious um it's so funny that you pulled an air pack literally as we were talking about it
4: (laughs) i literally was like oh we're talking about opening packs all right i'm gonna open one or two and then i was like oh i got a white one yay not not
0: (laughs) but that sucks, but awesome. Yeah. Ryan, uh, appreciate. Yeah. we, uh, the trading thing is something cool and something we've been talking about for a long time. And maybe one day, just one day we might figure it all out, um, and be able to further the mission of, of creating true community, um, versus just buy and sell groups and fandoms, um, where, where, where the power is in the hands of the tribe and, and it lasts beyond outside of just us too. um, but awesome. Appreciate you coming in tonight and uh, taking part in it for sure.
3: Yeah. Thank you. I was going to say you made the, uh, made the podcast happen. So that means the trading
0: platform's coming next. Yeah. It's uh it's all it's bits and pieces, <laughs> bits and pieces. <laughs> we, uh, we have to trade, uh, we have to trade uh, the limited time. There isn't the a day between uh, dealing with uh, USPS and UPS uh, shipment issues, um, uh, technology problems, um, uh, uh, service, uh, member service requests, PSA issues, CGC problems, and uh, and a, and a plethora of other very complex situations while still trying to move forward versus just staying in the same spot. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's always, uh, it's always thanks to you guys, um, that we, uh, we have a really good time while doing it and it makes it 100% worth it because let me tell you, if it wasn't for the tribe being kind of epic, um, it, this would not be nearly as, uh, as enjoyable as it is. And, and it's uh, really, is thanks to you and, uh, and the tribe.
3: Yeah. It's been awesome being a part of the tribe. You guys are great.
0: Absolutely. Ryan. Thank you. Yep. Have a good Thank night, you. man. All right, Jason, you showed up, but uh, we're pretty much done here. Uh, this is, uh, we're kind of wrapping up, uh, I'll, uh, I'm going to, I like to end always on, 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 an, on an empty queue here. And I'm going to say, uh, we're going to pull Richard and just say uh, one last... Oh, he left. Oh, he jumped out. All right. <laughs> All right. So, as always, guys, um, V-Star, Leafion, Glaceon boxes, uh, those are coming out in advance of Brilliant Stars because they are a teaser box. You're just going to get a taste test of what is coming uh in the brilliant stars set that comes out January 28th uh brilliant stars comes out February 25th remember that the build and battle stadiums are different this this time around there's going to actually be decks inside starter decks not just uh, a support um stack of cards it's an actual deck that you can build upon and use in an actual you know pre-release tournament crazy i know um, as will be inside of the build and battle boxes. Those come out always two weeks after the main set. So February 28th will be the main set. Then two weeks later, those boxes come out for non-pre-release events. So the reason you can get them at an LGS uh, physically is because they are allowed to sell them uh, early uh, because they are a pre-release event. They're not supposed to be selling it to you without an actual event occurring, but you know. Who's policing that? Um, so those are coming out, and uh, it is and I can't wait to see what's inside, because we still don't know exactly what's going to be in Brilliant Stars in comparison to VMax Climax. So lots of unknowns still. Uh, we're going to have an episode again once that information comes out, that's all dedicated to Brilliant Stars final set list. I don't know what episode that is going to be, but it uh, every single Monday except when crazy things occur like it did last Monday that we didn't have an episode. Uh, there is an episode. So episode eight is next Monday, 9 PM Eastern standard time for sure. So don't miss it. Uh, we always have such an awesome time hanging out with everybody. And, uh, Jason, quick question for you. Uh, are you going to be attending an uh, episode eight? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just busting your chops.
4: <laughs> yeah, buddy. Uh, but uh, also my chase card is the red with Gigantamax Pikachu. No. Second of all, on January 28th, also on your calendar will be Legends of Arceus, if that stays on track. It's January, right? I was like, yeah, January 28th. 28th same day. Yes, same day that you just said.
0: As the, the, V-Star, the, the V-Star teaser boxes? Interesting. That's cool.
4: So you could be you'd be ripping with one hand and playing with the other switch with your feet, I guess. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I think uh, I think episode eight, we might be touching on some gaming content versus TCG content. So stay tuned, everybody, for a really fun episode eight that we're planning. And it's going to be all about not TCG. Um, It's going to be about (laughs) literally we're not going to touch TCG at all on episode eight. It's going to be a lot of the gaming content, a lot of the hobby and brand content versus TCG. So if you guys had a great time tonight, let me see a couple of last minute emojis here. Drop me some emotes. Thank you very much. Love every single one of you guys. Appreciate you being here. As always, this is Elite Box John, and I choose Jason. And Later, we, guys. we outie. Have a good night.